0: Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Blue Lounge podcast. During our time together, remember we are chill, informed, fun, and political. I'm your host, Torian, and we're lounging with purpose. All right, let's get into it. For this week's episode, we're going to be talking about timing. Um, it was something that, that's kind of been heavy on my mind for uh, a couple of weeks now, but for some time, right? There we go, time, timing, all that good stuff. Um, but this is the first official episode of season one. Um, and if you had a chance to listen to the trailer, um, the Welcome to the Blue Lounge, Just kind of give you a little bit about, you know, what the what to expect, what I expect in the vision of the podcast, a little bit about myself and a little bit about uh, the show and ways of engagement and all that good stuff and how the vision came to and actually getting into it. Um, So if you haven't had a chance and you want to go back and check that out, uh, by all means, um, if this is your first time tuning in and you're ready to go and dive into it, welcome. Um, Also, just want to, you know, make a a quick point here to let it be known that I am not licensed in anything, meaning life coaching, counseling, therapy, any of that uh, with this episode in particular. Uh, So I just want that to be put out there. Um, when it comes to timing and what I'll talk about in this po- in this episode of the podcast is just something that you know from my experiences, things that I have gone through, went through, made it out, um, as well as you know different opportunities in areas of that nature, but also observations that I've had the pleasure or maybe not the pleasure in some instances <laughs> of witnessing um, to kind of bring those around in full circle. So with further ado, packed agenda, not really, but, you know, sounds good. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it and talk about timing. So when we look and you and think of the word timing, at least for me, when I hear and see the word timing, I began to think about running out of time, right? That's where I used to be. I used to think about, oh man, I'm really racing against time. I had an agenda of all of these things that were supposed to happen by this age, by that age, by this age, and in between, down to damn near a date, (laughs) Even though it was years beyond me, I had it marked out and mapped out and planned out. And this is how it's supposed to go. This is how I was going to get there. And this is how I was actually going to feel once I achieved it. Like I literally had those type of things going on. And when things did not correlate to my timeline and my timing, it threw me off. Right, So... Here I am attempting to, air quotes, get back on track. And while getting back on track, I'm becoming more and more frustrated, more and more disappointed. Not in everyone else, but in myself. And now, you know, you start to internalize some things and all that good stuff. And most times, sometimes, depending on the person... Internalizing things and can lead to depression. I have went through that. You know, I worked through that. I also, seek therapy, and this is important, important, important for all that are listening, but especially Black men, Black women. They're, we're Black women. I have to give them applause to applause to because they they are making the strides to seek therapy. Women in general deserve a a standing ovation because they, they seek, they actually seek therapy and pay attention to themselves more than male counterparts as a whole. Whether it's black, white, Hispanic, Native American, whatever it may be, men in general, we don't typically seek therapy. But black men, especially black and brown men, we, we don't seek those services and it's just a quick little piece here that therapy is okay therapy is normal it does not make you crazy and it we need it we all need it it helps out for yourself it helps out for your family it helps out for your friends any of those type of relationships but more importantly the relationship with yourself so with this episode and timing I really want to focus in on how time correlates to you, to self, and how to pay attention to time. Um, That's something that we don't normally go through or we don't normally figure out. And then here we are, you know, kind of going crazy in our own mess, right? So, and a quick little little story here um, that I would like to share so in 2016 um, I drove myself to the ER after work one day I had a work from home job at that time no corona was not part of the situation um, back then but just regular everyday thing you know working get off of work um and throughout the day, you know, I had this pain that developed on my right side. I had just began working out again, so it, it was a very familiar pain, right? And it wasn't so much as a pain that it was just kind of, you know, that annoyance that's just kind of like there. So in high school, when I, you know, was taking weightlifting, uh, classes and doing weightlifting, I tore ligaments between my rib cage and uh, the muscle right under my arm on the right side. And that's what it felt like. So, being that I had just started working out again, had been doing some weights and strength training, all that good stuff, I was like, okay, I know what this is. Boom, I ain't got to work on my medical bill, I ain't got to go to the ER. All I got to do when I get off, go give me some, you know, take some aspirin to alleviate the pains, give me a hot cold press, place it on there, wrap it around and get some, you know, uh, some sport tape and be good to go. And when I went to the mailbox to get my mail, I lived on the third floor at the time. um, And I went to get my mail, ran down the stairs perfect ran back up the stairs and literally like three steps before the landing of where my apartment is, I almost fell backwards. I've never fainted in my life. <laughs> and I, I've never had that experience in my life. And I, and I was able to catch that and kind of throw my body weight so that I would land forward instead of falling backwards down the stairs. And from that moment, it literally felt like somebody had put a plastic bag over my face more so over my mouth i could breathe in through my nose but through my mouth breathing anything it just felt like air was going out nothing was coming in so if you know anything about black households you take a shower before you go to to the doctor to the hospital this is something that i was conditioned with right Mind you, I just said I couldn't breathe, but you know, showered up, could not dry off, had to air dry, and got as dry as I could before, you know, all everything was going on. And it was crazy to me because the, the car felt like I was pushing it as I was driving. I, I lived off a busy, busy road, and right after work on a, on a Monday, it wasn't like it was the weekend or anything there's always traffic, and there was literally, literally no traffic at all, right, and when I look back on it, I was like, angels, (laughs) every light was green, no traffic, every time that I wanted to stop, I almost pulled over at a uh, fire station, because I I just felt like I wasn't going to make it. And every time I wanted to stop that car, every time I wanted to pull over and call 911 or whatever the case, it was this little voice in my, you know, in my ear saying, "Push, push, push." And when I got to the ER, now I'm, you know, relieved. I'm like, I can like whatever go, whatever's happening. And I. Uh, checking in little old lady is there felt bad afterwards but I was very very upset right I don't know what's going on with me I'm in pain my chest has started hurting by this time I couldn't barely drive and I'm like something is going on I don't know what the hell it is but something is going on right and when she's talking to me, I fill out the little form and all that good stuff. You know, you gotta put your sign it, blah, blah blah blah, put your date of birth, the the date of that day, and all that. I give her the paper, she pushes it back, <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, "What the hell, lady? Like, you see, I'm over here. I could barely stand up. I could barely breathe. Why are you pushing this paper back to me? Hurry up and get somebody." I'm already pissed off because as soon as I walk in here, I see that the the whole lobby and waiting area is full. So I know I'm not going to be seen right away. All this is going through my head. And she tells me that I need your birthday. I did put my birthday. No, I need your birthday. I did put my birthday. Now, you know, I'm with my finger pressing on, you know, pointing at it. And she said look at me and listen I need your birth date the day that you were born I looked at the form and I wrote that day's date for my birth date and in that moment I could not remember the day that I was born couldn't remember it and I looked up at her and now I'm ready to just ball because something is fucking going on with me and I don't know what it is. So, she looks at me she tells me to breathe slowly, calm down and she just kept saying the day that you were born. And about the fourth time that she said it, it clicked. I wrote it down because she told me as soon as it clicks, write it down, don't think about it. And after that, she made me repeat to her every minute, on the minute, my date of birth. On the minute. And I was going to sit down. She got mad at me because I said I didn't want a wheelchair, didn't need a wheelchair. And you know, she's like, you know men coming here, young men coming here and you think it's, you know, your ego don't want you in a wheelchair, blase, blazing blah. And in my head, I'm like, I feel fine, but whatever. So she, you know, I'm going to sit down and she's like, you're not going anywhere. You're going back here. They're coming to get you. I get in triage and I found out there that one of my lungs was completely gone. The other lung was only at 50%. I was not allowed to shut my eyes, no matter how tired I felt. And I had to, again, every minute repeat my date of birth. Long story short, I had to fight about, you know, getting, staying in the hospital, getting admitted. They tried to dismiss me or discharge me at like four o'clock in the morning, diagnosing me with double pneumonia. I let them know I never had pneumonia before, but what's going on cannot be pneumonia. I worked for um, an insurance provider, medical insurance provider at that time. So I knew a little bit about how this thing worked. And this is another tip and tidbit for yourself or for your family. If anything is happening to you and you're in the ER and they discharge you, and you feel like you truly need to be admitted, do what I told these people (laughs) when you walk out of the doors you get your discharge papers you let them discharge you and when you walk out of the doors you have to make sure both set a double door you cannot be in between the double doors you have to go outside the doors shut when you turn around and walk back in that is considered a brand new Service, data service as they call it, but a brand new visit for you and your insurance. I told them that's what I was gonna do, and I would be back in here for another eight hours until the farm ph- at least until the pharmacy opened, because I'm not going back up to that third floor because I almost fell down the damn steps out of breath or can't breathe, whatever's going on with. Me. So I was admitted that that morning close to about 5 a.m and about 12 hours later a courageous nurse very courageous nurse named Alexis um, went with her gut and told the doctor that she ordered already put it in for, you know, for me to go get a CT scan and needed her to sign off on it. She called the the doctor at home and let her know this is what's going on. I've already done this, but trust me on this, it's needed. I get the CT scan, get back to my room, and there's a whole bunch of damn people in my room. At this point, before going for the test, I was just ready to go to, you know, take a nap. I'm groggy. I'm sleepy, I don't want to be, I'm in pain, and what sparked this for her to sit me down there was, apparently when I got up to use the restroom right before going to the test, my heart rate spiked to 190 beats per minute, and... Pretty much, I was getting ready to go into cardiac arrest without knowing it, right? And um, <laughs> thank God she did what she did, and she had a doctor that listened to her and her expertise, and trusted her judgment to, you know, go ahead and sign off on on that emergency CT scan. I would come to find out that they found clusters of blood clots at the top and bottom of both of my lungs. Still to this day, I'm not sure exactly how it happened, Um, but here I am talking to you, so I survived it and I'm alive. Um, I was luckily only in ICU for a night. Um, I was rushed to ICU, all that good stuff at that point in time from coming back from the CT scan I would later learn from my mom like literally last year remember this happened in 2016 and you know just talking about it with her in the situation that when she got the phone call she was actually told that they didn't expect me to make it through the night I was not supposed to survive And I share this story because everything was about time. Everything was about listening. I listened to my body, but it was about listening to time. Through my whole workday, there was this gnawing ache in my side, right? And as a typical guy, especially being in the gym, I wrote it off. Had I had aspirin at my house, I probably would have taken it, laid down, and I wouldn't be here today. But I didn't have aspirin, which was very unusual. And I needed to go to the store. So that's what I was getting ready to do after I checked my mail. And yeah, it went from there. And everything was literally on time. I had to make a, a rash decision of, do I drive myself to the you know to the hospital or do I call 911 and wait for ambulance and hope they get here in time? And I decided to drive to ER. When I went to go sit down in the lobby the you know register, she's like, no, you're not going to sit down. They're coming to get you. When I was in triage, the nurse was pissed off because, you know, the attending physician that evening was known for not moving beds quick enough for minor ER visits, and I needed a bed. She needed me to be seen, and she started doing things and letting me know things of why she was doing certain things, and basically, time was of the essence and after being admitted in Alexis, that nurse that went a step above and got that emergency CT scan it was all about time so I just want to talk about time because I hear a lot of in 2020 with the coronavirus going on a lot of people you know cancel 2020 2020 is trash 2020 is dead throw it away and i have refrained from trying to even think that after 2020 after you know corona came in um because i had plans i was going to new york for the first time i was going to i know right <laughs> and then i was going to a Broadway production for the first time. And if you know me, you know that I should have been in New York by now plenty of times and I should have been on, in at a Broadway production by now plenty of times. But you know, I was it was that first, this was going to be the first time. This was going to be a year that I did it, treated myself, and also going to be the first time that I decided to take a trip solo. So, you know, um... I was a little upset. I'm like, dang, we got this going on. And as it kept going on, you know, uh, extending, you know, this is extending. Now it's until this. And then things starting to cancel. It's June and stuff in September and October was already canceled as far as events. And I was like, wow. So, okay, whatever. But then I had to stop. Pause. Breathe and realize New York isn't going anywhere. Broadway isn't going anywhere. That will be there. Corona ain't lasting forever. It's got a sitting down now, but it's gonna pass. For that, you got time. That's a luxury. But in the moment, what I need to focus my time on is making sure I'm informed about what the hell this, this virus is and what it's doing, making sure that I'm checking in on my family, my family knows I'm cool, and making sure I'm taking care of myself and adhering to whatever's coming out about masks, about you know physically distancing, and all of those things. And making sure also, you know, medically, I'm adhering to what the hell is going on to protect myself. But then also, you know, not wanting to be that person that happens to be asymptomatic and pass it on to one of my friends or someone that I don't know. And now they take it home to their family. So, you know, I didn't want to be that person. Um, All in all, this is a, a little piece and tidbit right now. Wear a damn mask. It's not going to kill you. I wheeze by the time I get out of the store. But guess what? As soon as I get out of the store, take it off, and I breathe in fresh air. Boom. I'm good to go. Wear your mask. And be considerate of other people's lives. Especially now that we're having the spike again. So with that, my plan was to actually launch my podcast or announce the launch of my podcast on my birthday this year in September. It was pushed back a little bit, and that's okay. But, you know, before before September even came around, the things that I planned to do in between that time, between the time of, you know, the shutdown, and between the time of around August, it was like, oh, snap. (laughs) What am I going to do? I need to do this. I need to get this. I need to, I need, I need, I need, I need. And I kind of, you know, freaked out a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just launch my podcast next year. There's no worries in that, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But this was something that I realized, you know, wait a minute. (laughs) You don't have to wait on this particular situation or this particular project. Start working on the little things to build up until you're able to get to a point where you're okay to at least announce it. And by that time, you'll be able to gauge when you announce it to when you'll actually be able to start publishing episodes and engaging with people and building that engagement. And I must say, after the announcement and then going into now my first official episode, it turned around pretty quick, quicker than I thought it would. And still working through some stuff. The podcast is still young. You know, Blue Lounge is still young. But, you know, stick with me. Tune in. We'll grow together. And it's all about growth. And then with time, you grow. And I just want people to know and understand that if you have a project or a situation or a piece that you're working on, if you're an artist or whatever the case is, Anything that you had planned to work on in 2020, even if it's yourself, remember that it's your time and it's your way and do not allow other people to determine your time or your way. Do not allow people to to imprint themselves on when you should deliver or when you should Get out there and, and do things because ultimately it's your time and it's your way, and you have to remember that and you have to control that and be okay with that. The reason why I say don't throw 2020 away not, excuse me, not so much for myself, but for anyone that's listening and has or had goals, have goals because 2020 is nowhere near over. So if you did put it on pause completely and shelve whatever, go back to it and work on the little things. Or if you're right there at it to at least say, here's a teaser of what I'm working on, tease us. Tease the people, tease your audience. It's okay. It is perfectly fine. Especially being that this year is A totally different year than what we've ever expected in in our lifetime, modern lifetime. So, remember, your time, your way. If you decided to work on self-improvement or, you know, your self-confidence, whatever it is, you wanted this goal of, you know, hey, I had a friend who decided that he was going to work on improving his financial situation. And through all the tears and all the hell and and back roads that he had to take after COVID came into play, he's made great strides. And I had had to talk with him and I had to remind him, yes, you've cried. Yes, you've been frustrated. Yes, it didn't go the way that you had envisioned. Yes, it took you just a little bit longer. But when you sit down by yourself, in the quiet, in the still, and truly reflect, you made awesome growth. You grew through COVID. You grew through Corona. You grew through 2020. And you cannot throw that away. You cannot say it's trash. You cannot say it's dead because dead things don't grow. (laughs) Even mold grows on something that's dying but the the organism itself is growing so you, you know I ain't gonna go into too much analogy there but you grow through things and sometimes when times get hard, when time shows itself in a different way as human beings we can say forget it, I'm not doing that, I'm not dealing with that, or I give up, I surrender to time, and in some ways you can control the time, we can't get time back, but we can control what we do during the time that we have, we can maximize what we do during the time that we have, we can optimize an experience, we can optimize growth, we can optimize ourselves, our mindset whatever it may be. What made me really focus on making sure that I've I, I, I dedicated myself to at least at least announcing my podcast this year had a lot to do with what went on this summer. So we had Rona and then here we go with, you know, the tape's finally coming. The video finally coming out about Amal Arbery. Then George Floyd happens. Breonna Taylor happens. And now you're reminded of all the other young men and women, Black young men and women, that happened before them. And then you start thinking about the ones that we have not heard about and don't know about. And then you start hearing about the new situation and the situation going on in California. There was so much. And then you had all these corporations, you know, having social justice and social responsibilities and re-imaging themselves to show, you know, solidarity to the Black Lives Matter movement and Black people in America and restructuring their whole Organization from corporate suite down. And it's like, you know, part of it was a little frustrating because it's like, why did it take this for this to happen now? But when you sit back and you think about it, everything happens in time. Yes, I can be frustrated about it not happening decades ago, generations ago. I can say, oh, it's too late and write it off that oh they just trying to they just trying to quiet people they just trying to make sure they don't lose you know black consumers this and the third yes that's one approach that's probably i'm definitely sure that that's something that they thought about but at the end of the day the world (laughs) was finally able to see what the hell was going on in america and america has a problem with racism that has never alleviated itself. And we had a president who ignited a fire by continuously throwing lighter fluid on top of a fire. More coal. More wood. However you you, you do all that. You get what I'm saying. And now you have all of this fuel thrown into a ravaging fire. And... Then it gets blamed on the people that's, that's marching peacefully, protesting for their, their right to protest, their right to organize and assemble. And they're walking through the streets across America. <laughs> Plazas have been renamed. Streets have been dedicated and shut off of murals. Murals have been placed everywhere and still corporations are working and have dedicated to alleviating or helping to alleviate racial inequality and inequality and inequity. Like, so, you know, you have all these things going on, right? And then you look at it and during 2020, the world was stopped. a virus and if we keep focusing on the virus we'll always be mad about I couldn't go here, I couldn't do that and all that other stuff bump that and chill out and tune into it a little further to realize everything happens for a reason and every reason happens in time and in 2020 the world was stopped economies were stopped Worldwide, in the focus, was finally able to be seen for America, the leader, the global leader, right? (laughs) The country that everybody looks to for inspiration, for aspiration, motivation, determination modeling of how a citizen should be a country should be and the world sees now that oh wow america has an extreme problem with race that has been covered up for generations and now it's exposed itself in the ugliest form and people are tired of it not just in america not just black people getting picked off by Vigilantes and then also by police officers that are supposed to protect and we're supposed to trust that. But with time, it exposed to everything and it exposed to the world and the world march because you have to think about it. If we are the beacon, we are the, the America, as when I say we, is the country that everyone looks to to be like, if racism is a problem like this there, it's just a matter of time before it starts to happen everywhere, and now you have millions of people marching around the world, Black Lives Matter, protesting against police brutality, social injustices, all of that, right? Systemic racism. All of this stuff is going on. Now you see the disparities... The uh, disparities... Uh, and, and... With housing. With with wealth. And all of that stuff. is And everything is exposed and on the table. in it's rawest form ever. In our lifetime. And... We... We're able to see everything in its purest form. And this is why I say that 2020 does not need to be thrown away. 2020 is not canceled. Yes, 2020 has been a roller coaster in a hell of a year, but it's brought things to light and it's brought out growth around the time and we're still growing. I'm not saying nothing has been taken care of, because we still gotta push for the change that we got to. Just because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have won the election does not mean that we, have we now are able to let our hair down, let our shoulders down and relax. We still have to push. And that's one of the other things is with part of the podcast when I say we're political, it's more so with political awareness for the black and brown communities. And if you're in a community that's not black and brown or, you know, um, people of color and you, you need more political awareness, that's fine, too. I'm not a political scientist or expert, but I have a passion for politics and I follow. I look at stuff and I, you know, I look it up. I share what I know and I look up if something is questioned and find out and go from there. However... What I do know through this election cycle with speaking to most of my friends, most of my family and acquaintances, that we're not as politically aware as we need to be. And the only way things get changed is not with the president. It gets changed by voting and participating in voting. From your local elections to presidential elections we can't take the next two years off we see what's going on in Georgia with Warnock and Ossoff and we have to continue to push Georgia did great by turning it blue for Joe Biden but if they can go back and repeat that and stay haunted and keep that energy all the way through January when they go back to the polls again and vote for those two men as senators that's where we have to continue that push in two more years we have to vote in the midterms for those those congressmen and women senate seats all of that you know your your congressional districts state houses governor races will come up all of that because attorney generals will come up again if you're pissed off at, at daniel cameron in in kentucky you need to do what you can in your state to make sure Daniel Cameron does not become the attorney general in your, in your, in your, in your, in your state. So, you know, we we'll focus on that. That's something that we need to do. We just need to be mindful and make sure that we're participating more than every four years. Listen and tune in. And even if you don't make it for your city council, there most, some, most of those are recorded. Pop in sometime school boards. Tax school levies come from school boards. They get put on the ballot. Go to those because sometimes the money is not needed. But if that school levy is passing, you have not been informed. You don't keep up with it. You don't vote on it. And now it affects your, you know, property taxes, all of that good stuff. So, you know, everything affects us in every way. When it comes to politics and it's a continuous theme that we need to be engaged in going forward not just when we get a racist ass president in office that is stoking all of this bullshit that's going on on top of coronavirus and not taking care of what that needs to be taken care of and now we have tens and hundreds of thousand of people dead millions have been affected so With time, we can make change, but we have to dedicate that time to, one, inform ourselves and making sure that we're participating and making sure that we're uplifting and empowering each other and not speaking down on those who are not, you know, as informed as you or as aware of you and making sure to let me teach you something. Let me learn you up. Even if it's just giving them a website that you listen to, a podcast that you listen to, you know, all of that good stuff. There's resources out there and it can happen. The other thing with time is you need to balance yourself. So, yes, take your time. But with that, don't waste your time. And there's a very gray line because while taking our time, we can get so So in tune to and relaxed of, okay, I'm taking my time and I'm doing this and easily fall into on the other side of that gray line of wasting time. And now I'm sitting here and I'm doing this and that's there. And creatively, I've wasted time for a long time. And this podcast is my first creative project that I've launched and executed in years and in between then, I've, you know, oh, I'm going to do this. And creatively, the spark wasn't there. And I'll, I'm going to put it over here now. I'll, I'll come back to it. <laughs> I have notebooks of stuff that I never went back to because I I buy a notebook for this particular project to write out everything and map out an outline, how I want this to be, what my vision is, the purpose of doing it, who I want to reach, and what I hope to gain and learn from it myself. And with that, that didn't happen. So (laughs) here we are now, And everything is is running together, but time made that happen. And in time, I was able to realize when every time I put that back there and said, I'm going to, nope, I'm going to just shelve this. I'll come back to this. Oh, I'll start this other one. I was wasting time. So don't waste your time, but take your time. And again, don't let nobody else imprint on you what their expectations are of what and how you should be executing or putting your things out or your projects and your timelines your time, your way balance yourself focus on the mirror in your mirror so you know have that positive affirmation for yourself and self praise it's not arrogance, it's not confidence it's not being cocky it's not being a narcissist. You need to feed yourself just like you feed other people. And you need to feed yourself so you don't have to depend on getting fed from other people. So, you know, you don't want to fall into that place of having dependency just to feel good from someone else. And now you're getting high off of everybody else. we didn't, we, we going to stop all of that at the Blue Lounge. <laughs> And we, we, you know, we're going to work through that and working on moving into 2020 with some positive affirmations and positive self-praise. And one of the things that I do that I'll share with you guys is in the morning, you know, morning breath and all. <laughs> in the morning, I look at myself directly, eye to eye, I look directly into my eyes in the mirror and I say, I love you and I'll say, you're handsome, you're beautiful. Damn you creative, damn you good. And then throughout the day, while I'm working, bathroom break, whatever, happen to look in the mirror and say, oh, hey, hello, how you doing? It's not crazy, but you need to feel, it will feel crazy when you first start, believe me, but you need to feed yourself. And you need to make sure that that's something that you are fueling yourself and feeding yourself for self-growth. Because when you ain't right inside, you can't be right on the outside and you're vulnerable to other people's bullshit. We want to alleviate that and put up those boundaries. Keep those boundaries. Build those boundaries. Because self-love is the best love. Um, And don't look at, you know, when you look in the mirror, don't look at what's happening on the side happening Below you, above you, behind you. Look directly into your eyes and talk to yourself. It's okay. Again, you'll feel crazy, but you're not crazy. And what I want to leave you guys with here is trusting timing. And what I mean by that, again, revisiting that, allow no one to determine your method or timing to deliver deliver you. Because when you create... Anything that you create, whether it's art, taking photos, sketches, podcasts, television, acting, scripting, whatever it is. You may be a chef. You may do it for a hobby. You may be a motivational speaker. You may be a damn good nurse or a damn good housekeeper. Whatever it is that you do, make sure you create and you're doing it for you. Make sure you're doing it for yourself because when you do it for yourself and you put it out there as yourself, everybody sees that as so authentic, so genuine, and they, they, they get a piece of you. So when you have that project and you and it's just like a baby, you're birthing it and you're giving away a piece of you. So make sure when you do that and you execute that and you push it out there, you give, you're, you're giving you into everything that you do. So trust that time to make sure whatever piece of you that you give it away, you're giving away at 100% you all the time. And learn how to listen to time. And what that means is sit your ass down. No, I'm just playing. But literally, sit down, relax, tune into yourself, be mindful of your current state and listen to time. And when you're able to listen, it's different than hearing, you know, listening to your intuition or something like that. Almost, you know, basically on the same basis. But when you listen to time, then you are able to begin creating in time. You begin to run in time. You begin to live in time. You begin to appreciate in time instead of worrying about, I don't have time, looking at the clock, time is winding down. Because if we look at an hourglass, we do not get a chance to turn that hourglass back over and get another hour of sand, right? So this is your your chance to do what you need to do, focus on you and your time in your way balancing yourself focus on yourself in the mirror no 2020 is not cancelled it's not dead we are not throwing it away if you decide to throw it away that's fine that's on you but I'm not throwing shit away because I have grown and I have seen a lot of people grow through 2020 despite everything that's gone on and that is still going on we're making it we're gonna continue to make it and and we're gonna to continue to grow and inspire each other. And again, as we close, remember to trust timing. Trust timing and in timing is basically trusting yourself. You're learning how to be in tune with yourself and trusting yourself and being for yourself, creating for yourself and speaking life into you. Thanks again for taking the time to lounge your purpose. Be sure to like, to rate, to share, and to comment on this episode as well if you enjoyed it. And remember to join the Sunday Recap on Instagram Live as well. You can catch that at Blue Lounge Podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that's at Blue Lounge Podcast on Instagram on Sunday for the recap of this week's episode at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time keep lounging with purpose blue loungers until next time peace